Hi, I'm Peggy, and I'm the kick-ass knitter. I know just enough to be dangerous. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm an experienced knitter, self-taught crafter, and a novice motorcyclist. I'm here to talk about my journey to the top and all the fiber fun and fuckery along the way. This is Spinning on Two Wheels. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Spinning on Two Wheels. And for you new listeners, a hearty welcome, welcome, welcome. Wait, scratch that. I had it backwards. So welcome new listeners and a hearty welcome back to returning listeners. I don't think there are any new shout outs to be made. I'll be honest, I haven't I haven't checked a little bit. If you do want a shout out, please introduce yourself on the roll-on ramp in the Ravelry group or let me know on Instagram. Also, there are like 30 people who are downloading kind of regularly, which is awesome because only one of you can be my mom. Hi, mom. And a life on the road update, a real one this time, I promise. Uh, Audio Man created, with my blessing, the new segment, Scenic Route, uh, for me to put for me to put all of my plant and gardening related ramblings. Thank you, Audio Man. I had not realized I talked about my plants for quite that long in episode six. So we're just going to move right on into fashionably riding, which unfortunately is going to be short because not a whole lot. The weather has been, okay, seasonably warm here, but this is the mid-Atlantic and our weather changes on a dime. So hand knits have not been put away for the season. They've just been put aside. That said, I am currently wearing a sweatshirt from the Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival a few years ago. This is from the 43rd annual Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival. So we're going to cruise right along into the next segment. But first, this quick message. This episode is brought to you by my mom's yarn stash. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, 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 oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, 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 oh my god. Mom. Ooh, oh my god. Oh my god. Right on into ongoing projects. Operation Sock Drawer. What, what? Cheer Fearston is done. And y'all know what that means. There will be a bonus episode next week where Audio Man and I pick out the yarns for the next project from the book Operation Sock Drawer. What, what? Quick confession, I have already completed my swatch for the next socks, but I will let them be introduced properly in their own bonus episode. Okay, I am. I have been doing quite a bit of spinning. I have been spinning a Cormo blend fleece that I purchased at the Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival in 2019. The label says W and C. I really wish I could remember the breed. Like 98% shorts. It's Cormo and something or something in Cormo. I, I should take better notes. Although to be fair, in 2019 I was not preparing to talk about it on a podcast. So I'll give myself a little bit of grace. I am hoping to get enough of this yarn spun up for a sweater quantity, like a fingering weight sweater quantity. 
I have mentioned before that I make husbando a sweater or sweater-like object every year. I also try to make one for myself every other year, but I have neglected that part for the past few years. And I'm, I'm kind of feeling the energy, so I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I'm worth it. I have had my eye on several vintage or vintage-inspired cardigans because I appreciate vintage fashion and I would like to make one. I think that a, I think an, an, a white or off-white natural fleece-colored cardigan will look very nice with quite a bit of my, my current wardrobe. I'll be able to put it over, you know, t-shirts and jeans or a red and white 50s style rockabilly polka dot dress that we found in a shop in NOLA on our honeymoon that I adore. And it'll look great. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Thinking, I'm thinking vintagey cardigan. So that's the, that's the patterns I'm kind of looking at. We'll see what happens. Oh, oh, I'm also working on the standing stone stocks, which we are going to talk about a little bit more later because there, there's not much to report in ongoing projects. They, they continue unabated, except not quite. We'll get to that in a minute. They're going. They're going is what they're doing. They're going. And I'm going to roll on to the next segment so we can talk about that a little bit more right after this break. This episode brought to you by Fiber Fuckery, giving me something to talk about since 15 million BCE, because otherwise this would be very boring. Mistakes, proof of handmade status, or personal interpretation. Fiber Fuckery, you decide. Into the stalled. Those standing stone stockings. I miscalculated. Does anyone else, whenever they say that, hear Azula from The Last Airbender shout, no, you miscalculated. Yeah, I miscalculated. And I needed to add yet more stitches to the back of the stocking because around my calf, the cable, the cable pattern in the front was still stretching unpleasantly. Um, So I had to frog that back again another you know 20 centimeters same 20 centimeters as before add more more stitches I think I have about eight each side each stocking so about 16 each stocking Mm -hmm. so I doubled I doubled the amount of stitches I added in and that's coming up it's a little bit looser but it's not stretching over my calves which is nice and also here installed, this isn't, it's not a stall on a, a specific project, but I feel like I've kind of stalled on my progress for the MHK. Um, finding motivation to do the boring parts, i.e. the labeling and, and writing parts, it's just, it's not as fun as knitting, is it? And um, I know if I, if I work up the mode, like, if I just sit down and do it, it'll get done. But working up that motivation to do something tangentially re- knitting related, but not knitting, is just, it's hard. I don't want to. I want to knit. But on that note, 
I am attending the Knitting Guild Association's Master Knitter Conference, virtual conference, uh, this weekend. I am, well, this will be two weeks after, two weeks before you hear the episode, dear listeners, but I am looking forward to speaking with other people going through a level one. I'm looking forward to talking with the um, submission committee. I have a specific question if my, you have to submit it all in a binder. If my binder shows up with a, a decal or slogan on the front that says, I knit so I don't kill people, save a life, send yarn, is that going to be construed as a threat at all? <laughs> Should I just not? Should I just not? Uh, should I not? I am looking. I am looking forward to being able to to virtually meet up with these other people, and I am hoping that this will help renew my energy towards finishing strong and submitting my level one before June. I thought I would have it submitted before April, and it is April thirteenth, and that has not happened yet. But I have a year. I have literally until January 2nd. I've got some time, and that's okay. I'd rather take my time and make it good so that it only needs fine-tuning rather than a complete overhaul. This episode brought to you by Sunshine. I felt some this week. You should too. Let's all do our part to raise spirits by safely going outside. Feel good? Get your recommended dose of vitamin D, and you'll get the pretty, pretty yarn. And welcome to Scenic Route. I promise I won't go on for as long this time. So, I've got some beautiful lilac blossoms coming out. There will be a picture in the show notes. And I'm, I'm quite excited about these. Audio Man helped me clear away most of one of the four, four four lilac bushes in, in, our, in my backyard. At the begin, towards the end of February, early March, he helped me do that to make a room for a second vegetable patch. That's where I've got the peas growing. The peas have sprouted. They're looking cute. He helped me clear away some of the lilacs. Um, and he was, he was nervous. He's like, is this going to kill the plant? And I'm like, if, if it kills the plant, it is a miracle. Because in my area, the lilac is growing profusely. And uh, we were taking a turn around the, the, the yard here because COVID is still a thing and both of us are, are unvaccinated. We are taking extra precautions outside of our, our pod, our quarantine, so that he can come over to my house and we can record things. But neither of us, actually, we both just qualified. Our state just opened up pre-registration for, for citizens that, that we both qualify for. As in, we are both older than the age of 16. But I digress. I'm sorry. Um, so we were taking a turn around the backyard. And I'm like, oh, look, the lilacs are, are blooming a little bit. Look, this one's kind of pink. Some of the ones further back are a little bit purple. We got a really nice picture of... One of the pink ones, so that's going to be going up. The roses, the roses have not bloomed or sent out, but none of the four roses that I talked about 
have sent out blooms yet. They have, most of them have a few little buds. All of them have a few little buds. I'm really pleased that they all arrived alive and are enjoying their, their space. I did put one in the ground, one of the like flamenco, flameco hybrid teas that I'm, I'm putting in one of my iris beds to kind of be a yellow counter against the, the, the purple irises. I think it'll look really nice. It's, it's kind of going off to one side. It, it just kind of came that way. And I'm thinking to myself, I really should have centered that or turned it. I might just have to train it over a little bit. Not a problem. The climb, a climbing rose that I picked up at the beginning of pandemic last year is making progress. He's being trained on the trellis. And there's, there's a bud, there's a flower bud that might be open by the time this episode goes live. If it is, I will add a picture. But none of the none of the roses have more than that one flower bud on that older guy. Uh, the rest, I'm hoping that they will flower this year. If they do, great. If they don't, that's fine. They're still lovely. <laughs> They're still growing. They have little growth nodes that are growing. They're putting out their own leaves. They're starting to put out their own little leaves. So I'm quite happy with those. Oh, one thing I am worried about. I did talk about the the raspberries that I got for my anniversary that's coming up with Husbando at the end of April. And so two of them two of uh right when raspberries come to you they come in like a little woody wooden wood cane a little wooden stick these were wonderfully packaged wrapped their their root end was wrapped loosely in some some straw or like straw-like material that was wrapped in in plastic and kept moist i'm sorry for those of you who hate that word and like they, they came well i didn't get to immediately plant them in a pot when they arrived and I'm worried that that might have been part of what's done this in but two of them have no signs of life two of them have have sprouted or at least like sent out a bud that can turn into a leaf so that this plant has an opportunity to photosynthesize and, and make its own food and and combine sunlight and sugars and do its thing go chlorophyll but the other two, the other two are just showing no signs of life. And it's April 13th. I have time today if I order a couple of more because it's our fourth anniversary and the theme is plants. And I'm like, I'll put, you know, the little plants on his desk with ripped in a ribbon. He'll find them when he gets home. It'll be cute. But that only works if I've got four. And I'm debating, do I buy more? Oh, or do I just give him the two and say the other two died? Oh, he will understand his his parents are. He comes from like his 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 mom's a, a gardener. I mentioned she gave me many of the, or she is the source of many of the irises in our yard. It, she still is. She actually gifted me a dahlia flower in a little pot for Easter. Thank you. Um, I'll share blooms of that when it blooms. But I don't, I don't know, should I get more raspberries? I don't know. <sighs> decisions, man, decisions. And that concludes this episode of Spinning on Two Wheels. 
The theme music is Organ Rock, Classic Hard Rock by Julius H. and is used under a Creative Commons license. Please join me on Ravelry in the Spinning on Two Wheels group, or you can check out the Instagram Two Wheels Podcast. Show notes can always be found at twowheelspodcast.wordpress.com. You can find this podcast on Podcast Addict, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Audio and emotional support by my brother Larry. Hi, everybody. You can find more of his work nowhere because he is an enthusiastic amateur. Thank you for joining me. I'll be back in two weeks. Until then, remember, I'm revving for you. We're all in this together. Keep your wheels on the road. <laughs>